At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, let's kick off episode number 311 of Raiders Fan Radio. Just a selfie tonight, just me and Bomber, but he's not much uh, He's not much on the microphone. Anyways, let's get to it, and I uh, look forward to talking about this big win. Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink, it's a little purple, whatever it is. I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color Today, So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders, on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. All right, there we go. Welcome to episode number 311 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate you all joining us tonight. We appreciate you so very, very much joining me here in the fan cave uh, for this podcast selfie. But we got we got big things to cheer on, man. It's a uh, it's a new day in Raider Nation, and oh my gosh, it uh, it showed up on the field. And uh, what an exciting, absolute blast of a weekend that I know many of you had and, uh, and, and that, that we all had out there in Vegas uh, watching the Raiders beat the crap like for the first time in forever out of the uh, New York football team. So uh, it, come here, Bomber. Get over here. Come here. Sorry, guys. My, I let the dog in over here. Come here, Bomb. Say hi. There he is. There's Bomber. For those of you on the YouTube, you can see this big old dude. Um Anyway, so we appreciate you, Raider Nation, so very, very much. Appreciate it. So it's a podcast selfie again. 
everybody's still kind of in recovery mode, and uh, I don't have to leave the house to do the show, so it's easy enough for me. Uh, but um, you know, Swago just even he just got home today. So uh, so anyway, so Swago and Michelle aren't here tonight. It's just me and the dog, as I mentioned, and so uh, we'll be in here talking about the but this big Raider win. But there was so much going on that we definitely wanted to get uh, dig together with you guys still, and also uh, feature your emails and your voicemails. So we're gonna get to those and. This show is interactive uh, when it's at its best, even in, in a podcast selfie. So appreciate all of those of you that are, that wrote and and sent your voicemails this week. And everybody that is in the chat room tonight, uh, we love you guys so very, very much. Greg Brayman is in there. The Grumpy Raider fan is in there. Ty Davis is in there. Paul Edgerton is in there. Fabricator Gill is in there. Lala Melosa was in there. Uh, Raider Dank Vader is in there. Ty Davis. Uh, Ty to Raider is in there. My baby's in there. Vibrator. Uh, DJ Lenny Danger is in there. Big Shane, Big Shane is in there. Jason Hunter is in there. Uh, so many good folks in there. We appreciate you so very, very much joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, so uh, let's see. Somebody, our uh, Greg Brayman says Mike Haynes jersey. You're darn right. So I'll tell you this real quick before we get into the meat of the show here. So one of the things that we did over the weekend was broadcast live from the. Uh, from the Bolitnikoff Foundation, uh, their annual Crab Fest, and we had an absolute blast. We got to interview uh, Fred Bolitnikoff, of course, had a great long conversation with Fred. And if you missed our video, go back and check it. It's on there, and I also released the audio version of the podcast as well, so it's out there on any podcast service. But we got to interview Fred. We got to interview Phil Villapiano. We got to interview Lincoln Kennedy, and then we got to interview Mike Haynes. And so that was the first time uh, besides, oh, and Plunkett. And we got to have Jim Plunkett on there as well. And so that was the first time besides Fred that we had a Hall of Famer on the show and we're sitting there. I'm going to play the audio. It's funny. So we're sitting there and the event is, we're just getting ready to start, like, you know, getting into it and closing up the broadcast for the night. And I've got the camera turned around and it's pointed at the front entrance. And uh, and all of a sudden, this man walks through the door and this is what it sounded like. Yes. You know what I mean? The, this $15,000 check. Oh, my case. I say I'm a huge fan is an understatement. Oh, thank you. You are a freaking man. Pleasure to meet you, sir. Thank you. Pleasure to meet you. Thank you. All right, so there's me freaking out over getting to see Mike Haynes walk through the door, getting to meet him. He was not on the list of, of expected guests, uh, so it completely caught us by surprise that the great Mike Haynes uh, came walking in and uh, if you're not familiar with his career, and I'm sure most all of you are, talk about a dominant Raider. The, Al Davis picks him up uh, in the season we win the Super Bowl in, uh, in in 1983. Al Davis picks him up. Uh, he was sitting there with, with the Patriots waiting on a contract. Al goes over there and grabs him, brings him over, and teams him up with Lester Hayes. And those two guys form, in my opinion, the greatest cornerback duo in the history of the NFL. Uh, you know, I, I know that by player by player, it's, there's, there's, there's conversation around the greatest corners, you know, guys like Dion and whatnot. But when you talk about a tandem, a one-two punch, didn't get any better than Mike Haynes. And, uh, and he could not have been a nicer guy. And that was, that's really a theme of the whole Bolitnikoff thing. And I, I didn't want to totally reminisce over the weekend without, without Jeff and Michelle being here. But that's one of the things that is so amazing. Uh, not only did we interview those former greater greats, but we had some media personalities on as well. We had Chris McDonald, Shooter McGavin came on. We had Dennis Haysbert, uh, Serrano, if you need him for major league or maybe more uh, known as nowadays as the all state guy. Uh, we got to sit down with him and then also a uh, former um, uh, podcaster and now media personality and liaison through NFL alumni, 
is Charlie Boots. And so uh, uh, Charlie came on there, and we were talking to him about getting to meet these Raiders and these former players. And he made the great point that the Raiders are just cool. The Raiders are cool. And when you get to be around these guys and, and chit-chat with them, and they're just all great. I, I'm probably one of the only one of the few people that would freak out over a long snapper. Well, sure enough, Jeff and I are standing there, and John Condos comes walking by, and I'm like, hey, John. And so, like, and he stopped and chatted with us for, I don't know, like 10, 15 minutes, just talking about ball, talking about where he's from and the travel and his playing career and him, him and Seabass and, and Leckler and the old days and what crap they used to get into and what they still get into now every once in a while. And just a super, super nice guy. And so I can't express that enough that, you know, an event like the Bolitnikoff Foundation Dinner is literally a fan's dream come true. Most importantly, we're raising money for a great cause. But as a fan to be there and, and to represent, uh, you know, Raiders Fan Radio, more importantly, the One Nation Foundation, I can't, you know, they say don't meet your heroes a lot of times. And I've met some guys that, aren't great. Well, I mean, and, I, and I'm sure you all have stories like that as well, where you've met, you know, athletes or musicians or actors or whatever, and they kind of let you down there. We haven't been let down by a Raider yet. And, and now we've had the good fortune of meeting a lot of these guys. And even Fred made a comment about that, that, you know, they've, they've uninvited certain people at times to come to these events because he wants them talking to people. He wants them socializing. He wants them to not just attend the event and put their name on it, but to be out there and talking with us fans. So it's an event I can't recommend enough. And if you all ever get a chance to go, then then, then you need to go. But anyways, I'm sorry, I went on a total tangent there. Uh, that's what happens when, when when Michelle and Jeff aren't here. But anyway, so let's get back, get, get into the to the top of the show here. We're going to talk plenty about the Bolitnikoff Foundation Dinner and, uh, and, and also more importantly about the Raiders' play on the field and the coaching change that's happened and the absolute seismic shift that has happened since Antonio Pierce uh, took over uh, as, as head coach of this football team. Also, too, not to be skated over is uh, Champ Kelly taking over as, as, as GM, as acting GM. I can't speak enough about him as well in, the, in, the, in these early stages. But, again, we're going to get to all that. And, uh, but in, 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 until we get to all that, shout us out. Or, no, shout us out. Help us out on the YouTube and uh, and hit a like, hit a subscribe if you haven't yet. Uh, all that stuff helps us generate advertising opportunities. And through those advertising opportunities, we give all that money away through our foundation, the One Nation Foundation. And it goes strictly Raiders-related charities like the, the good folks at uh, at the Bletnikoff Foundation. And then also to uh, good folks like Raider Dad, uh, who we've partnered with this year. And we're going to partner with even bigger uh, going forward in 2024. Um, so just help us out on that. Uh, if you don't subscribe, Subscribe to the audio. Uh, subscribe to the audio. Uh, that helps us out as well. Even if you you watch on the YouTube and hit the subscribe on the audio, anyways. And if you're an audio listener, please help us out on the YouTube. Uh, hit, hit that subscription there and uh, and hit the auto download. All that good stuff. Any of that stuff helps. We love our monetary donations. We love the the folks that contribute during the summer of swag and when the merchandise sales that it, all that stuff goes to the foundation. Uh, but ultimately collectively, the best way to help support us is just to share it. It's not about sharing and lifting up Raiders fan radio. It's all about the one nation foundation. So appreciate you guys so very, very much. Let's go ahead and jump into the show. I'm going to get some contact info. And then uh, I got an idea. Let's, let's talk about the Raiders. Woo. Hey, Raider nation. You got your old uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. 
How about emailing me? You want to email me? Hey. Email me at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. Good. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. Oh, that doesn't have near the ring to it when you're by yourself. All right. Uh, so, anyways, appreciate you joining us here, Raider Nation. I uh, appreciate you joining us live. I appreciate Raiders Roundup in there. In fact, let me get these chat highlights going over here. Sorry, guys. I'm, this happens when you're a one-man show tonight. Uh, appreciate uh, Raider Roundup that is in there tonight. Uh, appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate the the, the kind donation. He says, uh, first time watching Jealousy, your fan cave. Thanks, man. It's been a long time coming. It's literally a lifetime's worth of Raiders gear uh, in here. It's been a lot, a lot of fun, and I appreciate you joining us here uh, for the first time. I uh, appreciate that. I uh, also appreciate Lee B. Uh, he says a little something in there for next year's Crab Fest. Let's give it up for Lee B. Thank you, Lee B. Much, much respect. Uh, we appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate the, the kindness of that donation. And, uh, yeah, so we are, well, let's hear. Let's just start with this one then. So here at the top of the show, we like to give respect. We don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with those things, but we're Italian. We like to give a little bit of respect. So let's, I want to give respect to, um, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to just isolate one person or one entity that helped us re- reach this goal that we had. Um, you know, but with all the amazing donations and all the amazing generosity that you had, Raider Nation, throughout the year, um, man, we really did a, uh, you know, we, the collective we, we really made a big push towards our goal there at the end. Uh, but we were coming up a little bit short. We weren't going to make that $15,000 goal to give the Bolitnikovs until, come on, bummer, until, uh, give it up for the boy, give it up for Will Compton, came through at the very end, asked us how much we needed. Asked us how much we needed. Come on, bummer, go, go. Bummer thinks it's playtime in here. Um, so he came through and gave us the donation that we needed to get us to the goal. And so we can't appreciate him enough. Again, it appreciates all of you. The, the $10 donations from Lee B, the $5 donation from our new buddy, uh, Raider Roundup. 
Anything and everything is appreciated here, Raider Nation. So, again, I don't want to isolate to one thing. But we were coming down to the finish line and needed that pushover. And not only did he get us to the finish line to get us to that 15, but he also put uh, uh, put us a pretty good uh, jump already on 2024. So, you know, if you follow Will on the, on the Twitters, on the X there, uh, you know, shoot him a thank you on our behalf. Let him know that, that uh, you know, that we all at Raiders Fan Radio and the One Nation Foundation appreciate his generosity. And uh, and so thank you very much to Will for coming in there uh, at, at the very end for us. Um, also, I want to give respect uh, to two incredible uh, – uh, one organization and one guy, uh, Hooligan Nation is in. Appreciate you, Hooligan Nation. He says, uh, um, uh, appreciate a twenty dollars donation. So, oh, pr- thank you so much. Can we talk about how funny it was when Plunkett, uh, when Plunkett pulled Villapiano out of the chair at the crab fest? Yeah. So we're sitting there talking to Villapiano, and, and Plunkett comes over there and uh, and sits next to him on the chair. And we invited Jim to come on the show. He said he was busy. Turns around and leaves. And then uh, two seconds later, he comes back and he kicks Phil out uh, to jump in and join us on the show. So that was pretty fun. That was really cool of, of, of Jim to do that. The only downside of that is we had Sandra Douglas Morgan standing there waiting to get on the show. And Jim jumped her in line. And I don't think he knew it, but Jim jumped her. And so uh, then Sandra got busy and, and had to go off. And so we didn't have an opportunity to, to, to visit with Sandra Douglas Morgan, but would have loved to an opportunity to visit with her and get to meet her. So that, that was a pretty funny moment, Hooligan. So, uh, and thank you so much again for that $20 donation. Uh, so, okay, go back to the respect. So I want to give respect to Raider Dad, who put on an amazing tailgate, and our buddy Fabricator Gill. So... Raider Dad is one of the other charities that we give to now through the One Nation Foundation, and we had a chance to stop by and visit with our buddy Josh Kamenite and, uh, and and visit with him and see them in action there for their tailgate. And so that was great, so we appreciate him. And then, and then Gil, man, I can't think – I think he's in the chat room tonight. Gil, I can't gush enough about how thankful we are for your hospitality. There's – you know – it's the the tailgates in in Vegas are not Oakland, right? We all kind of know that. But that strip where Gill is in lot J feels like Oakland. It's it's the same energy, guys. And I it's not as the whole scope of the tailgate is not as big because in Oakland it was like row after row after row after row after row of the same energy. This was just it's just one strip, but still the idea that Gill and everybody else that's in in that row and i don't even know everybody to to respect them all shout out to you guys and much respect for bringing that level of energy and also you know gill's family his wife you know she cooks this amazing food and you know gill's son is there and like it just it's just a very family uh, you know vibe going on in there and so you know he opens up his tailgate to us to all the rfr crew and uh you know and our and our wives and 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 husbands and you know in michelle's case with lamont and so it's just great man it's just so freaking fun it's so like you know to spend that couple hours in the parking lot you know having that amazing food having having beers you know listening to great music it's just it's just such a freaking vibe man and i can't i can't applaud gill enough for the amazing job so thank you for having us and if you're out there in uh in, in vegas for a game I mean, pretty sure Gil's there every every game. So go check him out. Uh, tell him that 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 uh, you know we sent you to say hi. Uh, and so I appreciate you very very much, Gil. I appreciate also Mojo in there with a twenty dollar donation. One Nation Foundation for twenty twenty four. Let's go. Appreciate you, brother Mojo. Thank you so much for that. And uh, 
yeah, we are going to get off to a hot start for next year because we haven't set our official goal yet. But listen, this year we did 15 uh, and, and another couple thousand to Raider Dad. So maybe let's shoot for like five for Raider Dad and 20 for Boletnikov or something like that. Uh, let's let's see if we can't get that to, uh, to happen. So uh, anyways, appreciate you also very, very much. Um, appreciate everybody that helped us raise that money. And now for those of you that are in the chat room going, when is this guy going to talk about the Raiders? Well, now. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they put out a banger podcast. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, so let's. Uh, l- l- I think when we start talking about the Raiders, we start talking about the on-field performance and the energy around the Raiders. I think it starts and it stops with Antonio Pierce. Um, what an absolute amazing turnaround! And you know, save me the well, the Giants are two and seven. Yeah, okay. Well, so are the Bears, and they beat the shit out of us. So save me that whole idea that it wasn't significant and it wasn't big. You know, the Raiders, and I'm going to get to some of the stats here in a second in terms of the significance of what happened for the Raiders on Sunday. But let's talk about the decision to not only elevate Antonio Pierce, but the energy that this man had brought right out of the gate. Now, we heard him in his introductory press conference. We heard from Antonio Pierce twice before the game. Once was his introductory press conference, and the other one was at the Crab Fest. And uh, so, you know, we had a front row seat for this thing, so I'm going to play it for you here if I can find the darn thing. Oh, it's on the cave cam. All right, so here we go. So I've got, so this is Antonio Pierce's second speech that he gave as the Raiders coach. This is Friday night at the Crab Fest leading up to Sunday's game. And uh, man, listen, this guy freaking brings it right out of the gate. Hey, then give it to me one time. Give it here. Right. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm going to be quick. Just like I told everybody in the press conference, I'm uh, extremely humble. Uh, by this opportunity. I got the phone call from Mr. Davis. I was nervous at first. I didn't know what he was calling me for. Uh, and then when we got upstairs, he got right to the point. And I didn't blink. I looked him right in the eye and I said, you're going to get everything out of me. And I promise you this, you're going to get everything out of these players. Um, the thing that's been the biggest uh, change with our team is just guys that I actually do to beat themselves. Uh, this game is, is simple. It's a simple game. It's a kid's game. I told him why and how did they get here from when they were youth? You know, you go look back when you were in Pop Warner, you had the love for the game, the passion for the game. You smiled all the time. You look forward to going to practice. You look forward to those up-downs and the coaches getting after you and the toughness and the sore and the aches and the pains to get to where they're at today. And um, over the last few days, obviously they expressed themselves, but more importantly, they went out there and worked. We've had two great, great days of practice. The focus, the attention to details, Padded practice, 15 straight run plays, the physicality, the passion, the pride, everything that you want for and everything that these gentlemen behind me stand for is going to show up on Sunday. I can promise you that. Let's go! Man. I'm telling you all, that you can't, I can't, uh, all right. 
for those of you who are new to the show and appreciate you joining us if you are relatively new to the show, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, one of my passions outside of the Raiders is leadership. That's what my degree is in. It's what my field of study is. And, and I'm far from an expert, but uh, it is something that I'm very, very interested in and in, in, in taking, taking interest in, in, in watching men and people lead organizations. It's one of the reasons I have such a high opinion of Sandra Douglas Morgan. It's one of the reasons I now have a high opinion of Antonio Pierce. Already right out of the gate, the man is making a difference. That's what leaders do. They inspire. They share vision. They share in a way that doesn't go over their constituents' head. In this case, it's a football team. And, it's, and what they do is they empower others around them to their own successes. You don't empower your own success. It ain't about your own success. You empower those around you to be successful, and yours will be a residual effect of that. So this idea that he is already putting these young men in positions to be successful and his fellow coaches, by the way, in positions to be successful – it's like the gloves are off or the cuffs are off this, these guys. And the more and more reports that have come out about Josh McDaniels and his freaking like the dude, he can tell us that he, he learned things from Denver. He didn't learn shit. He didn't learn a damn thing. He did the same shit in Denver as he's done here. And I'm going to, I'm going to not go on and go off about Josh McDaniels because I want to keep this a positive about Antonio Pierce, but man, oh man, if that guy, <laughs> He's going to end up being a coordinator for the rest of his life. And, and listen, but whatever, do your thing, bro. Go back to New England and start calling plays again. But, man, stay out of the freaking head coaching game because you are an ass for a leader. Like, bro, his cheeks, man. Like, you can't. He's Anyways, keep it about Antonio Pierce. To come out of the gate already and to have the impact that he has is, is very impressive. Now, is it sustainable? We'll see. Because emotion isn't sustainable, right? Emotion is fleeting. So can you ride that thing out that far? I don't know. Uh, when he gets into tough situations in terms of game management, you know, not a 30-point or 24-point blowout, whatever. When you get into close games and clock management and getting guys in and out of huddles and, and off the, on off the field and substitutions and all the, all the, like, the more micromanagey kind of stuff that you have to do as a head coach, we'll see because we, we haven't seen him do that yet. But in terms of a, a CEO, which is, in my opinion, a much better comparison for a head coach than a position coach. Because your position coaches and your coordinators, those are the guys that are responsible for the nuts and bolts of it, right? Bo Hardegree is the guy that's responsible for the in and out management of calling plays in the game, run the offense. All that. That's that guy's job. Patrick Graham, obviously, and we know what his job is, is running the defense, and apparently he was doing a pretty good job, but it was covered up by that freaking fat-haired idiot Josh McDaniels. So here we go, man. So I, while there are things that have remained to, remain to be seen, I'm sold. And I've as a 50-year-old Raider fan, it took this long for me to learn this one almost very simple concept. It takes an incredibly unique individual to coach the Raiders because the Raiders are a completely unique and individual franchise, an individual entity. There's nothing else like the Raiders. So you can't have a plug-and-play guy. We've seen it how many times now? How many times have we tried plug-and-play guys that were successful at other things or in other places? You plug them into the Raiders and that goes to shit, Norv Turner, Josh McDaniels, right? 
It takes a special kind of person, a special man that can lead as a CEO of this organization. And I think Antonio Pierce has got it. Like, I'm not, I think it, it, there's a lot of questions around what would it take for him to retain the full-time gig. He would have to, to me, in my eyes, it would have to be a miserable failure on the field with little improvement from this way out for him to not get a super strong consideration if not to be to, if not to get the job. If we see progression on this football team and what that progression is in terms of numbers, I don't know. If he wins a playoff game, absolutely. If they make it to the playoffs, absolutely. If they end with a winning record, absolutely. If he has a winning record as a, as a coach, Absolutely. Like, you know, you, you, you guys with me? If if we see, like, even if he has a losing record by a game or something, but all the players come out and, and, and endorse him and say, we want him back and we want we, we see the vision. We want to keep playing for him. It's the same situation that was with Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's first year, they were not successful, but every player, every coach, every everybody said, don't worry about it. We got this guy's back. We're going to get better. And then the next thing you know, they got better. They rattled off freaking, what, nine straight wins or some crazy-ass shit, and then now they're one of the contenders in the NFC. So I I think Antonio Pierce has me already. I've, I'm bought in. I'm already bought in. It's And while I can understand that there are things that he will still have to prove himself on and all that kind of stuff, as a man and as a leader, he's a Raider. He gets it. He knows what this thing is all about. So I'm, I, I'm in. Now, all that said, let's look at some of the significance of what this man has done already. Now, I rattled off a crap ton of show notes. I've got pages and pages of them, and we're all we were kind of under the gun to, to go live tonight. So you have to pardon me if I seem like I'm jumping around a little bit. But let's talk a little bit about this. So Antonio Pierce, this week against the Jets. Uh, oh, and speaking of that, too, by the way, that remind me of something else. I heard him talking today in the press conference. He was talking about Robert Sala. If anybody's listening to this show for long enough, you've heard me. 150 times during this whole Josh McDaniels bullshit thing that's been going on this year. Talk about how the kind of coaches that we would gravitate to and I think that would do well in this league nowadays are guys like Dan Campbell and Bob Sala. Well, damn it, don't you think we got one? So anyways, going up against the Jets this weekend, Antonio Pierce. Oh, geez, Shane. Before I get to the numbers, let me get to these numbers. Lord have mercy, Big Shane in there drops a 99-99 in there for the One Nation Foundation. Thank you, Big Shane. Uh, That is incredibly kind of you. Excuse me. Uh, To start off for this, um, oh, wow, that's that's amazing. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, He says, I I agree that emotion is fleeting, but effort and will is absolutely controllable, and I think that's where we're going to be different now. We'll see how it goes the rest of the year, but we need to see if it's AP or if it's just Josh McDaniels being gone that's the biggest effect. That's that's an excellent, excellent point. I loved your comment in there that effort and will is absolutely controllable. And that's where you got guys like Max Crosby where that hopefully will be infectious. And I also loved Antonio Pierce's comments about that, that he's trying to keep up with Max. And he's trying to keep up with that energy. That's, that's That says a lot. So that's that's an amazing point in there. And appreciate you, uh, Big Shane. Jay Jackson says in there that he had him sign a football form. That is super cool. Um, uh, he also signed a bunch of jerseys for us. So you guys you guys that participate in the Summer of Swag and our fundraising around here, you're going to love this one. So this one was from last year, the one over my shoulder here. 
for those of you that are on the YouTube. And it's got all-time sack leader Greg Townsend. It's got, of course, Fred. It's got Jim Plunkett. It's got Marcus Allen. It's got Lincoln Kennedy. It's got Shooter McGavin. It's got George Atkinson. It's got some phenomenal signatures signatures on it. The one this year, we have we had four, and shout out Swag Jeff, who put this together. We've got four One Nation Foundation jerseys on it with the number 23 for 2023. And we had all the guys that came through and, and uh, were on the show uh, sign that jersey, including uh, Antonio Pierce. And we didn't get a chance to interview Antonio Pierce, uh, but he was kind enough uh, to come over and sign our jerseys for us. So we're going to have those to auction and raffle off this year. So keep an eye out. And uh, we're going to give 100%, of course, of that money to the One Nation Foundation, and hopefully we'll hit a bigger and better goal. All right, so let's talk about a little bit about the numbers. Antonio Pierce will try to join this group of Raiders coaches to win their first two games with the team. Listen to the listen to the freaking company this guy's in. Of course, Rich Passaccia, right? Who won his first two games with the team? Bill Callahan, yeah. Mike White, uh oh. Art Shell, Art Shell is an interim. Won his first two two games with the team, but then here you go. He's got some pretty select company: John Madden and Al freaking Davis. So that's that's a pretty good one there uh, for Coach Pierce to be in. Uh, also, with this first win. Uh, obviously he is, uh, it's a 24 point win against the giants. And that win is the largest win immediately following a mid season coaching change since 2015. When guess who Dan Campbell took over, uh, and led the team to a 28 point win. Um, so big time stuff there. Also Raiders interim head coaches to win their debuts, Art Shell, uh, who made the AFC title game the next season. Rich Passaccia, who made the playoffs that season, and now Antonio Pierce. Uh, and with wins by, listen to this one. This one's good. One. Wins by 20-plus points for Raiders coaches in the last 20 seasons. And that includes the playoffs. Okay, so what you guys with me? Win by 20 or more points for Raiders coaches in 20 seasons. So that's just where I say the save me the who we were playing against conversation just doesn't matter. Tom Cable did it four times in 44 games. John Gruden did it once in 53 games. Jack Del Rio did it once in 49 games. Norv Turner did it once in 32 games. Everyone else has done it zero in 138 games, except one guy, Antonio Pierce, did it once in one game. Unbelievable. Uh, some fun uh, notes to cover in this game was pretty fun. So Trey Tucker, uh, remember that 50-yard bomb downfield from freaking Aiden O'Connell, the guy that has a uh, doesn't have a big arm? Uh, well, just, hey, Trey down there somewhere, just throw it up to him. He got up to 21.17 miles an hour uh, on that catch, which ranks second fastest amongst ball carriers in week nine and 18th fastest on the season. That was pretty fun. Uh, jump into the, uh, well, I should keep it on the offensive side of the ball. I got one more for you. Raiders wide receivers to run for a touchdown since the year 2000. Since the year 2000. Jacoby Myers uh, did it uh, on Sunday against the Giants. First, uh, first time since 2019 when Trevor Davis did it in week four against the Colts. Anybody have Trevor Davis on their bingo card? Uh, Lewis Murphy did it week 15 against the Lions in 2011. Denarius Moore, I was at this game, also did it week three in 2011 against the Jets. 
And then Jacoby Ford did it twice in 2010 uh, against the Chiefs and the Broncos. So, so again, more significance. And don't you know, it's because you take the freaking handcuffs off and just let these guys, you know, do what they do best. And next thing you know, you're scoring freaking touchdowns. What a concept. On the defensive side of the ball, it all stops and starts with freaking Max Crosby, of course, uh, because he is clearly not only our most dominant player, but one of the most dominant players in the freaking NFL, defensive player of the year candidate if you need him. He's played all but two defensive snaps uh, in the past six games, and those two were kneel downs by Nathan Peterman at the, at the uh, loss to the Bears. So defensive linemen to play 100% of snaps in a game in the past two seasons. Max Crosby has done it eight times. The next three on the list, Nick Bosa, Aaron Donald, and Greg Gaines all have done it once. Freaking Max Crosby is out of his mind. And speaking of Will Compton, if you haven't listened to the newest Bussin' with the Boys episode, go check it out. Like we tell you all the time, if you don't listen to Bussin' and you're a Raider fan, you're doing it wrong because they get the great interviews with the Raiders, including Max Crosby, who was on there and it was interesting because not only do you get an insight into what his feeling was with Antonio Pierce changing, you know, the, the, the atmosphere and the, the smoking the cigars and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and which Max was responsible for that. Max got with that equipment guy and got all the, but he said he bought a hundred cigars and they smoked every single one of them. And to any of you freaking stupid ass sad sacks that are saying like, Oh, you need to have more respectability, man. Hey, Good. You know what? Keep hating on us because that's what, you know, that's Raider. That's what it is to be a Raider. We're renegades. We're rebels. We do shit different. You don't get it? Good because you're not supposed to. Otherwise, you'd be wearing this silver and black. Anyways, um, so Max Crosby also and the collective rest of the Raiders. The Raiders had eight more sacks than their opponent for the first time since a 24-14 win versus the Broncos in the week seven of the 1977 season. So absolutely incredible stuff here. Uh, th that's gone on, and and I'll just give you one last one. This is on the hit, and this is what how different things are year to year. Fifty two weeks ago, this week, the Raiders blew their third lead of seventeen or more points in a season and lost twenty seven to twenty to the Jaguars under Josh McDaniels. They had their most lopsided win in more than six years under Antonio Pierce in one game. So, anyways, good stuff there, and the significance. Of Antonio Pierce, I think, cannot be underestimated at this point. And if that's me just living in with my silver and black heart and and just really, you know, trying to, I, I could, then I'll, I'll, I'll own it. You know, if considering where we were going, like, you can't, everybody in the chat, and I can't, when it's hard, for, I can't, it's, I can't keep up the chat anyways, let alone when I'm here by myself. But how incredible of a turnaround this was from one week to and it wasn't even a full week. This we were we were headed down the path to be one of the worst teams in the NFL, and none of us had any faith in the direction of the organization to the point to where we're talking about Mark Davis should be hiring whoever to come in and run the football team. But the next thing you know, Mark Davis is still a Davis, and he shit cans Josh McDaniels. Brings in Antonio Pierce, which is no mistake, by the way. There's no mistake that that linebacker coach has got elevated. And now this team is in a completely different space. There's a completely different energy around the organization, a completely different energy around the fan base. And, you know, normally after a four-day trip in Vegas, 
I'm really happy to be home, and I am happy to be home. But I'm ready to go back. I'm ready to go back this for this game. Just you know, it's one thing to it's one thing to do it. It's one thing to win a game. It's another thing to do it again. And the idea that you know, of course, he's not playing. But Aaron Rodgers is going to be in the building. That badass defense is going to be in the building. Brees Hall is going to be in the building. We got to stop the run. Saquon still got 100 yards against us, so we still got to stop the run. And Brees Hall is legit. And can we move the ball against, you know, can we move the ball against Sauce Gardner and that killer defense? It's going to be an incredible game to be at. I'm going to assume the energy and the atmosphere, as big as it was this past Sunday, is probably going to be even bigger and better coming up this Sunday. So all of you that are going to be uh, there for that game, consider me jealous, man. And and please post videos of your experiences and tag us and send us pictures and all that. We love to see that. We love to live vicariously uh, through those of you uh, that are going to be there for Sunday night football. And <laughs> let's go. Let's freaking go, man. This is going to be so awesome, Raider Nation. I can't wait. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and hit a break here. And then, uh, so we're going to get to your emails and voicemails. Get into the Sea of Fans mailbag here because more of you and less of us is a good thing. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than sixth-year linebacker Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out, Raiders Fan Radio. All right, appreciate it. everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Uh, J. David Davis says, props to the Allegiant cleaning crew. I was in an 11 a.m. tour, and the cigar smell was already gone from the locker room. I was kind of disappointed. That's pretty funny. Yeah, Jeff, uh, Swag Jeff, uh, did the locker room tour as well yesterday, and he said the same thing. He was hoping it was going to kind of smell because uh, Max was saying on bus, and you could smell it like all the way down the hallway, like there was smoke everywhere. Uh, they smoked that freaking thing out, man. That was that was that was awesome. So I uh, appreciate you. Appreciate, um, gosh, so many folks in here. Let me shout them out before we get to these emails. Uh, let's see. We've got Chuck Raider in there. David uh, Greg Brayman is in there. Paul, as I mentioned, is in there. Hooligan Nation is in there. Tony Shepard is in there. Just win Wendy. Raider Ryan is in there. Raider, uh, uh, just win Wendy. Great to see you, Wendy. Great to see her. Gills tailgate this week. Always good to run into our good friend, Wendy. Oh, shout out also Harry, Harry Ruiz. Ran into Harry a couple of times uh, at the tailgates. Harry's such a great guy. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Why me I choke over here? Uh, Lee B, appreciate you. Uh, Ron the Materator, of course, is in there. Tony Shepard is in there. Hooligan Nation, Alfred Esparza is in there. We appreciate all of you very, very much for joining us for this episode of Raiders Fan Radio. All right, let's get to these uh, emails. So, Jason Six, what's up, Jason Six? Appreciate you, my man. Uh, Mike McKean is also in there. He says, AP makes me want to suit up. You aren't, you aren't freaking kidding. Absolutely. Uh, Raider Ryan says, everybody hit those thumbs up. Yeah, if you do us a favor, hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the thumbs up, any of that good stuff. Uh, that all helps us uh, generate advertising opportunities for the One Nation Foundation, where we give away 100% of the money that we make around here. And we've got some pretty big goals for next year. And so all that helps us out a ton. Shout out our, our buddy Graf is in there. What's up, Graf? Appreciate you, my friend. 
Good to see you as always. Graf is, uh, and, and so he was on the opposite end of all this. He was out there in New York for this, out there with Hammer and and uh, and Wasted and all those guys, uh, part of Mount Shieldmore. Uh, so much respect to those guys, and I can't wait to link up with you all again at a, at a Raider event, uh, whether that's a, a tailgate or another draft party or yeah, Super Bowl. How about we play a home game in our in Allegiant Stadium? That'd be sweet. Um, anyways, appreciate you very much, Graphic Raider in there. Uh, all right, let's get to some of these emails. So, uh, and Michelle normally is the one that reads these, and uh, so she's not here, and, and Vinny's at rehearsal, so I'm stuck reading emails, so hopefully I don't chew on my tongue too much here. Uh, hi, guys. Love the show, but wow. I've been trying to write this email for weeks after losing to the Lions. What's next? Oh, this is, this is oh, so we had a few emails and voicemails that came through. Uh, before we didn't get to before we left so that's what's going on uh he says one question do we bring in a howie long figure as a senior vp to hire and fire uh where the uh, all the folks responsible for the silver and black surely this hurt has to stop this is awful regards steve jones in leeds england yeah steve so i think that you've seen it then it's you're seeing it now uh i've been kind of clamoring for a vp of football operations but we may not need one if we've got a we got it, if we got it locked up with Antonio Pierce, we've got it locked up with Champ Kelly, we've got it locked up with Sandra Douglas Morgan, then I think that's that's really all that uh, Mark Davis needs to run a successful organization. And also, to like, respect the Raiders. First time in history, all three leadership positions of an NFL franchise, all African-American. Once again, we are always, and the Raiders are always breaking barriers. Mark Davis following suit with the great Maverick Al Davis, and uh, and it's, it's you know love that stuff. We love to see that because it's just it's the it it's a, epitomizes what it is to be a Raider, and and that's where I think that that all three of those folks are going to do such an incredible job, and uh, and and we're all bought in. And and I didn't I said I was going to talk about Champ Kelly. Champ Kelly like that that his comment about attacking the moment with confidence it's i haven't gotten that out of my head i've not gotten that out of my head he was also at the crab fest we didn't get a chance to to meet him i would have loved to have had but the man represents his faith so openly and his passion for for football so openly and i'm just looking forward to seeing what he's going to be able to do you know i don't even think the personnel decisions were even coming down to ziggler from what we're hearing now Apparently, they had almost like a Mayock-Gruden type thing where McDaniels is the one that was calling the shots, including on quarterback. So I don't know how how invested Kelly was in making personnel decisions. So let's give him a shot, man. Let's give him a shot because, I mean, again, I'd like to, I'm looking forward to finding out what parts of that he was directly responsible for. I'm going to assume that more of it was like heading a scouting department-y kind of thing, you know, kind of like an in-between type scenario. But we'll find out as we as we get, uh, you know, more and more through this um, process and as the stories start to come out and the stories start to unfold as the season's over. Because right now, they're not, nobody's saying anything. That's another thing that Max was talking about, that he's like, you know, we'll keep a lot of that stuff with that locker room. Like, he kind of denounced that whole situation with, with uh, with uh, Antonio Pierce bringing up the win against the Patriots and McDaniel saying something like, don't bring up the Patriots or whatever. Max said that that was completely false. That didn't happen. And he was kind of pissed that even any kind of stories came out because he want, they want to keep it on the locker room. And so and as the way it should be. But I'm sure as we go forward, we're going to hear more and more uh, as we get into the offseason. So look forward to hearing about, uh, about Kelly and, and, and his involvement in personnel. Uh, we, of course, we know certainly from here on out, he definitely is going to uh, have a hand in it, if not be directly responsible for all of it. 
All right, next up, let's see. We got um, Carl Howard. And so uh, much respect to Carl Howard. Becomes a made man tonight. We've got two of them to get to, so I'm going to save the music for when we get to the uh, to the second one. But Carl becomes a made man. He says, what's up, RFR crew? Happy November. What a way to wake up. As much as I'm happy from the team moving on from uh, McDaniel Ziegler's and, L- and Ziegler's and Lombardi, I'm equally discouraged with the fact we are possibly looking at another rebuild. Mm, I don't know if I agree with you there. So I wanted to ask, what do you think the future holds? So grab your crystal balls, all right? And then let us know, chat room. I want to know what you all think as well. Can Kelly and Pierce be the guys to lead the team back to glory? Well, there you, no crystal ball needed. You got my opinion loud and clear so far on this episode. Do you think we blow up the roster and start fresh? No, I don't. I don't think that you have – you think Max Crosby and Devontae Adams want to be part of a blown-up roster and a refresh? I don't think so. And if anything, we are learning that there are there's this football team is way more talented than we thought. And I think that the the, um, the Raiders really did get a bad rap in the offseason for some of the, the the players that were involved. I thought that they really got a lot of undue criticism based on the players that that we have on this team. I'm not saying that we're incredibly deep or talented that that you know every position on the field, but offensively, like what's the excuse? Like, you tell me. You tell me where we're so weak offensively. Like, where offensively do we need to, quote, blow it up? Now, does it mean you don't want to add some pieces? It doesn't mean you want to, you know, add some help on the, you know, on, on the, the, you know, on the offensive line. Does it mean we don't want to add some help, you know, on wide receiver and tight end? I think we're doing all right, you know. So when you start looking at these these positions, I don't see a blow up. And then defensively, I don't think they're what's there to blow up. You think we need some help on the interior of the line? Maybe need some help in the secondary. Linebacking core seems to be pretty freaking good. Divine Diablo didn't even freaking play. They bring in Jalen Smith and all this. I'm like standing there. I'm like, I'm like with, with, with Jeff, all of us, the whole crew there, our far crew watching the game. And I'm like, who's number 15? Like, why is number 15 playing middle linebacker? Jalen Smith and had a pretty freaking good game. So I don't know. I don't. So I, anyways, I, I don't think so. Chat room, you tell me, but I don't think we've blown this thing up. Do you think we'll see better production this season, or is it going to be a tank for the Nova? No, 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 no. Let's that, the tanking doesn't exist in in the NFL. Now, other sports, I'm not going to. I don't want to speak to it because you see enough rosters get blown up. I'm an Oakland A's fan. But Lord have mercy, we can, that's all they are is a, are tankers. Um, so, but in the NFL, it's different. You don't have enough games. The season is relatively short. Uh, there's too much riding on the line in terms of your, ask Josh McDaniels, right? Like there are, there is too much riding on these things to quote, do any sort of tanking situation or whatnot. Um, you know, is there a situation where you might put in younger players to get them a good look to see what you have? And then you're willing to, you know, accept the idea that you may not be as competitive at times. Like, sure. I think that there's a, a somewhat of truth to that, but in terms of tank, nah, hell no, no, it doesn't exist. Anyway, it seems like Mark Davis had enough mediocrity and finally, finally starting to show some of his Davis DNA, although he's missing a projector. Uh, let's see if he truly got that commitment to excellence mindset. All I have left to say is just win, baby. Carl Howard. Thank you, Carl. All right, let's get this thing moving here. Next up, uh, happy Victory Sunday. Well, and here's our next made man, so I'll be sure I get the music ready here. Uh, happy Victory Sunday. This was the, the game that we all have been waiting for. Pure domination. We have been waiting on the offense, 30 points, waiting on the run game over 100 yards. 
in 98, just with JJ waiting on defense, eight sacks. We only gave up six points, two interceptions. AP has got him motivated, and I absolutely love it. Uh, the Raiders went through a fire sale, and the so-called experts on NFL Network uh, spent the entire week trashing the Raiders and Mark Davis. Yeah, well, not NFL Network. They were pretty behind, actually. Some of the now I don't watch ESPN because I think it's stupid, but um, and I don't really watch much of Fox Sports either. But I do watch the hell out of NFL Network. It's on a loop in my house. It's twenty four seven during this time of year. And even in the offseason, it's pretty much always on. And the collective from Rappaport and Pelissero and all those guys were, look, it wasn't working with Josh McDaniels. And Mark Davis got rid of him. That was the, that was the narrative. It wasn't making fun of him at all uh, or, or, or being critical at all. Not that, not that I saw on NFL Network. Uh, let's see. Uh, Mustard gives respect to Woodson and Long for remaining faithful to Silver and Black. They saw what they were going through, stood in front of cameras and supported the team. Murph, I told you during the game that I was sending an email, and here it is. My last email mentioned uh, my mother's declining health and I needed the Raiders to give me three hours to clear my mind. My mom lost her battle on October 23rd and I'm going through it. My family appreciates all the thoughts and prayers. The Raiders freed my mind this Sunday. Thank you for all you do. Love you all, James Williams. Well, I would hit the applaud button because of your email, but I'm not going to because of the sadness of that, of, of, of losing a parent. And uh, I'm with you, brother. And when we were talking to the Raider dad folks, Josh Kamenite was asking me about to share some experiences, and I started talking about my dad, and I told stories about going to Raider games, or, and, or excuse me, A's games, uh, with my dad as a kid, and then the last time walking into the Oakland Coliseum with him in 2011, right before he died, and um, and it and it and it hits, and I'm a you know, my dad's been gone a long time now, and um, and it still it still resonates with you, and so uh, you're right in, in the thick of it, and we're thinking about you, man. We love you. And, uh, and glad the Raiders gave you a little bit of peace of mind. And so thank you, uh, James Williams, for that heartfelt email. And uh, and also, too, I will tell you this, James. So you and now Carl Howard, we say that you could become a made man or a made woman around here a few different ways. Call the show and get your message played three times or send us an indefinite amount of emails. And you and Carl today, so James and Carl, congratulations. You have sent an indefinite amount of emails, and you are the next two made men here at Raiders Fan Radio. You are a made man. You showed you are part of the family by participation. By chance, a man like yourself should make enemies, then they would become my enemies. Showing you are a friend of Raiders Fan Radio, you have leapt across the line. Friendship is everything. Friendship is more than talent. It is more than the government. It's almost equal to family. Be loyal. Made man, Raider fan. Someday, and that day may never come, I'll call upon you to do a service for me. But until that day, accept this as a gift. And don't ever forget, words can hurt more, but silence can break hearts. All right, congratulations, fellas. Appreciate you very, very much. All right, next up, keep it on with these emails. So this one, I'm going to save. And uh, the reason I'm going to save it is it's from our buddy JB, the Silver and Black Mac, and he rewrites the lyrics to Return of the Mac. So uh, I've done a lot of things on this show, and uh, but singing a song by myself in the bonus room 
with me and the dog is not going to be one of them. Uh, you know, so, you know, shout out Return of the Mac. Well, I tried to tell you so, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to be singing that. But we do have a singer on board. Uh, we do have, of course, uh, Swag Jeff, who is uh, like a real life performer and sang in musicals and all kinds of stuff. So uh, we'll save that for Swag Jeff so he can read or not read because no one wants to hear me read a song. But we definitely want to hear Swag Jeff do it. And so we'll play the like the karaoke version of it and have him do Return of the Mac. But thank you very much for your email this week. All right, next up, let's go to our buddy Hooligan Nation. He says, cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war with this foul deed. <laughs> this foul deed shall smell above the earth with carrion men groaning for burial. Now is the time to pillage and plunder. The silver and black are back and win or lose, or tie, these opponents will know they were in a war. No more coming to the Death Star expecting an easy win. This is the Ray, the way, the Ray. This is the way, the Raider way. Next stop, Vegas for me, as my oldest boy uh, and I will be sitting in the black hole for very first Raiders game. I predict two plus sacks for both Max and Tyree, and more victory cigars. Just win, baby. Hooligan Nation. <laughs> Ah, that's a good one, dude. Have fun there in a the black hole, man. It's an absolute experience, and uh, that's great, man. You get to uh, be there with your son, and that's, hey, man, it's like, shout out Raider Dad, man. That's where all this stuff goes. I mean, both my boys are not even, like, huge football fans, man, but it's still something that we, we've, we've connected over, and, and, uh, and, of course, you know, goes to say how I connect with my old man. Uh, but I get along with my kids. <laughs> Dad and I, you know, we see eye to eye on a lot of things. And so, uh, you know, but we still always saw eye to eye over sports. And so, um, anyways, maybe that's why my kids aren't as big of football fans, because we actually have other things in common. Uh, all right, next up, let's go to DJ Lenny Danger. He says, uh, in my first uh, impersonation, oh, let's see, hold on, I got I to gotta cue up a sound bite here. Let's see. Hold on, bear with me. Okay, here we go. He says, in my best impersonation voice of The Rock, Finally, Lenny Danger has come back. Well, I read that wrong. Finally, Lenny Danger has come back to Raiders Fan Radio. Finally, 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 finally. All right, finally. So he says, Sorry, if I hope I'm not being a mouth breather over here, but it's a lot reading all these darn emails. Okay, blessings, Murph, swag, Queen Michelle. Ooh, Queen Michelle. I like that. I've been trying to think of like something nicknamey because Michelle doesn't have a nickname on the show. I kind of like Queen Michelle. We got Queen Haley over in Scotland, who's a maid woman. Queen Michelle might be, I, I might stick. We'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll see what Swaggo and Michelle think about that. What do you guys think about that? I, I think that's a pretty good one. Uh, we know she's the F-bomb uh, Somalia. But uh, Queen Michelle would be cool, too. All right, how about that? Even though we still have the same players on the offense, this looked like a whole new team out there. AP, along with AO4, proved that it wasn't difficult to figure it out. Uh, number one, to spread the ball around to players not named Jacoby or Adams. Uh, and number two, how to get Renfro involved in the pass game. What a concept there. Let's just go 13. And holy crap, did you see our O-line actually making their blocks and gaps for J.J. to run through? Yeah, so they, so they went away from the man-blocking scheme into the zone-blocking scheme, which is what you want to do when you have athletic linemen like the Raiders do. Again, what a concept. Quit being married to your freaking philosophy and do what your players do and call what your players do best, which is move. It's what Colton Miller was, all, the one thing that was really celebrated around him 
coming out of college was he was an athletic tackle. Anyways, I digress. Uh, let's see. Amazing how utilizing your players and strengths. Okay, there you go. Sorry, I stole your thunder there. How utilizing your players and strengths can result in, result in positive yards. The defense, in my opinion, played lights out. Yes, mistakes were made on both sides of the ball, but overall, the defense has me excited. The last game was one I enjoyed in a while. I know it was only against the Giants, so I have my foot on the brakes just in case I need to pump them. I'll have a better evaluation this week once we go against the Jets. I'm looking to see how our offense looks against the Jets, which is pretty good. I'd like to see AO4 keep poised and make some good decisions, feed JJ early, and frequently open up that defense and have AO4 sneak a throw downfield. On the defensive side of the ball, I'd like to see them play with the same energy like they did against the Giants. Even though we got some pressure in the middle of our D-line last game, we need constant pressure then, and we need constant pressure this upcoming game. Yeah, let's go get to Zach Wilson early and rattle that little sucker's cages, man. That would, that because would, you get him shook and he's toast. The pressure makes it easier for the rest of our defense to do their job. On another note, apparently the nail in the coffin for McDumbass was because he pulled AP aside. All right, we kind of talked about that already. Um, anyways, F the Patriots and F their ways. This is DJ Lenny Danger and I, I am, am out, out. Give it up for Lenny Danger. All right, we got one more here. Uh, let's see. This, of course, comes from our buddy Paul. So let me get his, let me get his sound bites up here. This is what this is what takes so long here sometimes doing the show and you're doing it by yourself. Let's see. Sorry. Okay, what do I got it there? Where's Paul? There he is. Okay. All right. You know what? You know what I'm gonna do tonight? How are we on time? Yeah, it's it's uh, we we got plenty of time. So we're gonna do something a little different. We've only done this, I think, once or twice. So Paul, we have a sound drop for him. I have I, we call it thirty seconds of Paul. And uh, I also have a two minutes of Paul. And so instead of hitting a break, I'm going to read the emails and then we're going to, we're going to do two minutes of Paul. That way I can get a break a little bit before we get into the voicemails. Okay. So I hope you guys are okay with that. Uh, it's kind of like uh, if you're familiar with Andy Kaufman, uh, it's, it starts off funny and then it gets kind of uncomfortable because the shit's going on for so long. And then it gets funny again towards the end. So hang in there with it as we're going to close this thing out with two minutes of Paul and give uh, give old Murphy a break because I've been talking nonstop for an hour, uh, which is what Valerie is used to. I'm sorry, baby. I, I hate you. Got you got this is what you got to deal with all the time. But anyways, um, evening, <laughs> evening, everybody. I hope you're all feeling good. Sunday was emotional and very special, not just because we won, but because how we won. The noise in the stadium, the passion from the players, and the overall feeling of hope that was so strong I could feel it through the screen. I'm sure you all have numerous comments on the details from the game, so I'll just say this. We were coached as a football team, we played like a football team, and we won like a football team. And then we celebrated like only Raiders can, cigar-toting renegades, Antonio Pierce and his staff uh, recovered in a few days what the previous fool had dismantled over the last 18 months. My hairs from the game were Antonio Pierce, Bo Hardegree, and my play of the game was Trey Tucker's diving catch, which is a thing of beauty. And my MVP was Amik Robertson. Speaking of beautiful catches, shout out to Meek, man. I we you guys hear us talk a lot about Amik around here. And it hadn't, I'm so thankful for that young man. I he's one that's easy, easy to root for. Group of five guys, scrappy as hell, passionate as hell. And now he's balling. He's making some amazing interception plays. Uh man, that was a highlight. Uh, that, that that catch that he had down there towards the goal line. Uh, you can look at some people and instantly know what their character is, positively or negatively. For example, Antonio Pierce, positively. 
Uh, he's always come across as a hardworking, loyal man that's dedicated to his craft. Negatively, negatively, you can look like someone like Kelsey Travis and think to yourself, there's a guy who had an interesting relationship with his mother. Josh McDaniels has many, many flaws. You can never think you know everything, never think you're bigger than the team, and you should be big enough to admit your own mistakes before you call out others. McDaniels was guilty of all those things and had a staggering lack of understanding around his players. Antonio Pierce is the exact opposite, and we saw proof of that and on the field on Sunday. Respect is a two-way street. Dictatorships never work, and I couldn't be happier that he's fired. I hope he burns. <laughs> I hope it burns like a burst stomach ulcer. My only wish was that it happened sooner. As for him and Ziggler, they can take their brand of turgid Patriot Way shit and go back to New England where they belong. I'm sure there's still room in Bill Belichick's colon for the both of them. You, Paul. <laughs> Okay, where was I at? Uh, all right, if you don't, if you don't I like to use, I know you don't like to use the word hate. Personally, I do. I love it. Hate is a sport to me, and McDaniel's has joined the list of people I hate with a passion. But we're rid of him now, and I'll try from now on not to mention his name because he left the building with Mark Davis' size nine boot print on his ass. <laughs> Why'd you gotta go with size nine? We're at four and five. <laughs> We're at four and five, and in the short term, I don't ask for much. Just take this feeling we've all got now and run with it until the bye week. Then we can reassess. There'll be plenty of time to talk about who's the next head coach will be unless Antonio Pierce wins the next three games. Then I can say the job is easy, but when the time is right, I'd urge Mark Davis to hire someone in charge of football operations because his recent track record isn't the best. I like Jack Del Rio, but after one good year, he fell off a cliff. John Gruden moved everything at a snail's pace, and it turned out that he had the morals of a dinosaur and apparently are recently departed. Well, he's just a worthless, fat-eared dick. <laughs> Damn you, Paul. Uh, so, Mark, while I thank you for what has just happened, please speak to the likes of Lincoln Kennedy, Charles Woodson, Amy Trask, among others, to find the right person to strengthen the front office then it's time for you to be an owner and let others lead forward. Okay. And last, finally. 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 I want to go on record as saying how proud I felt watching the Bolitnikov Foundation footage. To all the RFR family, you're a special group of people. And Murph, Swago, Michelle, and QB Jeff, you're all super hit. Well, shit, Paul, I'm about that. That's very, very kind. Thank you. Um, congratulations. Also, shout out Chris, Val, Scarlett, and Lamont, who I'm sure didn't just turn up to get drunk, or maybe you did. Nah, shout them out. Shout out the spouses, man. They were absolutely incredible, and we had so much damn fun sharing it all with you. Uh, what an amazing experience uh, it, it was being there all together. And uh, so, no, very much so. Thank you to them. Yeah, thank you. I didn't even mention QB Jeff and Scarlett uh, being there tonight. Their first time at the Crab Fest. Uh, they were amazing. Also, hey, shout out Lee B in there in the chat room. Thank you, Lee B, for that $10 donation. He just put up the peace fingers there. Uh, uh, peace to you as well, my friend. Thank you so much. We appreciate you very, very much, Lee B. Uh, and he says, okay, last. And I, Murph, I don't blame you for one bit for your reaction to seeing Mike Haynes. Trust me, if I was there, I'd be acting like a Beatles group, groupie and I'd embarrass a lot of you. It did, man. It just came out. Like, I, I mean... You know, it just, this, I don't know, whatever. They say, act like you've been there before. Well, we've been to the Bolitnikov Foundation b event before, but I never met Mike Haynes before. So when that man came walking in the room unexpectedly, 
It just happened. Uh, but anyways, uh, all right. Uh, last up, stay safe. RFR family. Love your Raider Nation. Remember, we got two minutes of Paul coming up so we can give old Murph a break. Um, stay safe, Raider family. Love your Raider Nation. His lordship, the royal scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022. Sorry, I'm, I'm all right. I knew I was going to bite on my tongue eventually. Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner in 2020. He is the BRT Sizzler scorekeeper. He is a proud made man. He is also five-time, 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 times two, plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler Award. Good Paul. I'm Falcon. My first opinion of Paul was soon confirmed. He turned out to be an admirable tutor. Paul. 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 Paul, what is it? I'm Paul. I'm Paul Kremper. Oh, Paul. Lock the door, Paul. Come and look at these. You'll never do that, Paul. You're wasting your time, Paul. Elizabeth won't leave, Paul. Do you take your coffee black or white, Paul? Really, Paul? Come in, Paul. Paul, the features are not important. Imagine that, Paul. Paul! Paul Kremper. We didn't expect you back until the morning, Paul. What's the matter, Paul? Paul. Believe me, Paul. What are you trying to tell me, Paul? Please leave me, Paul. You're going to help me, Paul. If you help me, Paul, I promise. If you don't help me, Paul, then I make no such promise. I did it, Paul. Paul. That makes it your fault, Paul. Paul! Paul! Paul, he's gone. It's true, Paul. We must get out and find him. No, Paul. As you wish, Paul. I've invited Paul to the wedding. Huh? Paul! Paul, I've started on brain surgery, Paul. Sorry, no, wait, Paul. Wait, Paul. Shall I tell you something, Paul? This is your fault, Paul. But you won't win, Paul. Paul wouldn't fail me. I knew Paul wouldn't fail me. Paul, 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 my dear friend, Paul. Paul, 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 my friend. Go on, Paul, tell them. No, Paul! Paul, Paul, I'll make you! I'll make you, Paul! Paul, you must tell them, Paul! Paul, Paul! I'm sorry, Paul. You must save me, Paul. Paul! Who's there? It's me, Paul. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied, he's thrown. It is. All right, thank you so much to Paul and everybody else that is joining us live tonight for this episode number 311 of Raiders Fan Radio. Appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Uh, appreciate Vibrators in there. That's my baby, Valerie. Uh, Joshua Teets is in there. Uh, Pineapple is in there. Paul is in there. Uh, Raul Flores is in there. He says R.I.P. Paul Rubens. Absolutely. Shout out Pee Wee Herman. J. David Davis is in there. Grumpy Raider fan. 
Ronlin Raider, Raider, Lalo Meloso, DJ Lenny Danger, Raider Ben. What's up, Raider Ben? Uh, Paul Edgerton is in there. Raphael is in there. Uh, let's see, Lee B with the donation is in there. Anthony Provencio is in there. Uh, Raider Loco was in there. We appreciate all of you who've just went windy. Uh, so very, very much, we appreciate you for joining us for this episode. Uh, Bass is in there. Jay Jackson is in there. What's up, Jay Jackson? Uh, good to see you, my man. Good to see Jay. He was at the... Um, at the Bolitnikov event as well. And I feel like every time we go to Vegas, we run into Jay at least two or three times. Uh, him and his sister, uh, you know, doing the Navajo on the go. We appreciate you, Jay, very, very much. Raider Truth Chicken is in there. We're going to hear from Raider Truth Chicken in a minute. And uh, also, uh, Jesus Alvarez, the Jesus of Alum Rock. What's up, brother? Uh, good to see you in there. And uh, look forward to meeting up with you, all of those of you. Um, we love to get to, to meet our, our folks uh, in person, and and uh, this weekend did not disappoint for sure. Yoshi's in there. We appreciate you, Yoshi. Uh, okay, so let's get to these calls. So we got a ton of voicemails to get to tonight, and I think this might have come in before, maybe after the firing, but before the game, something like that. So uh, I have to apologize on his behalf if, it's, if it feels like a little bit outdated. I don't know, but we'll, we'll find out. But at the end of the day, man, if you got lights, turn them down. You got candles, light them. You got a shirt, probably take it off. Like, this is Rico, man. This is the guy that brings the ultimate energy to Raiders Fan Radio, his dulcet tones. And not only does he have one of the, the nicest voices and the dulcet tones, but he's got great takes because he will tell you. He may be Italian-born, but he is Raider-born Rico. Hey guys, Rede Morico here. So let me get this straight. I'm happy with the decision of firing McDaniels, and I was expecting it because uh, Mark uh, Davis listened to the fandom. But I won't celebrate, I won't jump around, dance for two simple reasons. The first, we're talking about a human being. And uh, I don't know him on a personal level. Maybe he's also a good man, and I don't know him. But regardless, he's a good guy or not, I won't wish him bad things. Because we're talking about the way of a man for supporting his family, and I will never disrespect that. At the same time, I know he's a terrible coach, and he's not a man's leader. He wasn't cut for the job, especially for a long-term project, and that was the idea, no? That to build a dynasty, and he absolutely wasn't cut for that. Second reason I won't celebrate is because I won't celebrate failure. In seven years of big money spending, relocations, promises, new foundation, rebuilding, we are again without a coach, so... That means we failed. We haven't established anything. Now, I would say this. I feel like I got weight off my shoulders. And uh, I think that's what the entire locker room feels right now. And uh, hopefully that's going to boost the hope and it's going to boost the winning mentality into the players because we know they're passionate. And I think they're passionate more than other roster we saw lately other years. Now, if uh, the interim coach is being chosen over others because he's a locker room guy like Bizaccia was and the players are committed to him, well, if I'm Mark Davis, I would take note for the search of a future coach. So forget about the pedigree, how many Super Bowl he won, 
how old he is, how famous he is, if he's a chess player. Success doesn't mean nothing if there's not significance. I always say this. Come on. So search for a guy with passion, willing to give it all for the team and not for a personal success. Because there is one strategy that beat all the others. And that's the love for the game. So with all this say, love the game, love the Raiders, but more than anything, love you all. Cheers to all of you. And I'm out. Go Raiders. Heck yes. Hello, my friend. Oh my gosh, Rico, man, I'm I'm with you, but I think he kind of hit. Like I I feel like that's where kind of where I, where I felt like I I was at, you know, in the early part of this process is like, you know, like this is before Antonio Pierce coached that game. Like I thought, if if look at the guy has success, let's not run into a repeat of what happened last time. And all the reports are good. It's that you know they're all everything is saying that Mark Davis is. You know, he, he doesn't – he even regretted – I even read at one point um, that some of the commentary was that he might have just flat-out regretted not keeping Basaccia. I mean, of course, in hindsight, but I think that, you know, when you really look at it and 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 on Bussin, they talked about that too because, you know, we know Will and and Max, like, they're Basaccia guys. Like, they're, they look at him like, you know, more than even just a leader. Like, he's – I don't want to overblow it and call it father figure but it's – it's kind of like they that he, he's elevated to that kind of status. So um, Max was saying that everybody was pounding the table for them to keep Asachi, and they didn't. So I I don't think that happens a second time at all. And I'm I'm with you on that, Rico. And great call as always, my man. Good stuff there uh, uh, from uh, Rico. So somebody in there asked about um, playing AP mic'd up. Yeah, let's go ahead and hit that. I'll I'll play it for you. I've got it here. So let's go ahead and check it out. This is uh, Antonio Pierce in the locker room right after the win. And uh, I love, listen to the way he closes this thing out because I'm definitely taking that sound bite and it's going to be part of this show going forward. But let's let's check in right after the win with uh, Antonio Pierce. Right! No! Hey, 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 like we talked about it, man. Blank sheet, new chapter, we write our own script. Write our own script, man. That's just one step, man. You guys know how this go. But more importantly, man, this is about us. This is about you. You guys made up your f-ing minds what we was gonna do, and we did it. Exactly what the f- we said, and then we did it. Exactly. Hey, man, I know the coaches, the whole organization, the whole building is proud of. F-ing. More importantly, I'm happy for you guys. That f-ing was rough the last two weeks. F-ing. Biggest window, the front window. And guess what? Every f-ing door we go into, we kicking that f-ing from now on. Let's go. <laughs> but no, f-ing thanks about it, man. Hey, man, you know what this time is. I'll see you. Wednesday! <laughs> oh my gosh. I'll see you Wednesday. That's us, man. We'll see you every each and every Wednesday night. For those of you that are new to the show, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we're right here in the fan cave talking about Raider football, man. That's that's it's good stuff there from Coach, man. Uh Jay David Davis is in that Impala, uh, that 64 Impala. Has a huge front window. Damn right it does. And how freaking cool is that, too? Like, I love that. Like, he's not just, like, talking this stuff. Like, he is this stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, you heard me, you know, rhapsodize enough about Antonio Pierce tonight. But I'm telling you, I can do an entire show 
uh, on just on that guy. Practically have, I guess. Uh, but anyways, let's get to more of these calls. Um, so sometimes our callers like to have a little bit of fun and do impressions and sing songs and whatnot. So we've got all kinds of wild stuff going on in the voicemails tonight, uh, including this one. This is, uh, for those of you that are Caddyshack fans, uh, one of Bill Murray's early, like, you know, iconic roles was Carl Spackler and uh, the, uh, the the groundskeeper there in Caddyshack. And so Carl Spackler apparently now is a Raider fan and called into the show. For an incredible Cinderella story, this unknown comes out of nowhere to lead his team, releasing his final drive. He's about 75 yards away. He's calling out the play from shotgun formation. Here's the throw. Oh, he got all that. And Devontae gathers in the pass just across the midfield stripe. The crowd is standing on his feet here at Allegiant, the only reserved Las Vegas crowd going wild for this young Cinderella who's come out of nowhere. He's got about 49 yards. He's got a two tight end set for this one. He's got a beautiful spiral. That's it. Oh, he got all that one. It goes to his tight end, Michael Mayer, at about the 15-yard line. He's got to be pleased with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's the Cinderella boy. Tears in his eyes, I guess, as he lines up the next play. He's got about 15 yards left, and he's going to send out two wides. Josh Jacobs' is single back set. The crowd here deathly silent. Cinderella story out of nowhere. Former Boilermaker now leading the Raiders. About to defeat the Kansas City Chiefs. It looks like a it's, it's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. <laughs> and the Raiders are going to win. The crowd is going wild. Oh, can you believe it? Very well done, Carl Spackler. Ah, oh, that's funny. That's uh, it's basically uh, the Raider version of that famous scene of Bill Murray golfing, whatever those flowers are. They're not mums, but whatever those things are. Uh, anyways, I appreciate you, Carl Spackler. That was pretty damn funny. All right, next up, let's check in with our buddy. He's a relatively new made man around here and gotten some Sizzler love. So uh, we call our best email or phone caller of the week. The Sizzler, uh, Jeff usually gives that out, and in his absence, it comes to me. Uh, well, actually, it would go to Michelle, but then she's not here either, so it would come to me. But I like to award it, so I like to give it out to the chat room. So chat room, you tell us who the best uh, emailer or phone caller is this week for that Sizzler award. And uh, this is a guy that's won it, I think, maybe a couple times now, and he's a relatively new-made man, as I mentioned, and his calls have been great. Let's check in with our good new buddy, Jacob from Fresno. What's up, guys? Jacob from Fresno. Just wanted to say, you know, uh, my throat's a little iffy this week, so I probably won't be screaming a little. Uh, you know, last week, uh, the call was a little, uh, shall we say, unrecognizable. But uh, how could you not be, man? How could you not? Yeah, Jacob was screaming into the microphone on the phone. It was pretty funny. Be excited that Josh McDonald's, that's what I'm going to call him from now on because he doesn't even deserve, you know, I'll give him the respect. Josh McDaniels is gone. And, and Antonio Pierce, the guy who was like the Giants, the Giants guy back in the Disney. When I was, when I first started playing Madden, when I was a kid, I was like seventh grade. I got Madden 07 or maybe it was Madden 08. No, it was 07. And Antonio, Gosh, thanks for making me feel old, Jacob from Fresno. Antonio is right there. And that guy, whoo, 
Antonio Pierce, man. He was like, I don't even know. He was what, like a 96? He was something. He was the leader. It was him and Michael Strahan. He was, he was the guy. And you see that guy taking the Raiders out, and then he says, oh, yeah, I was born in Compton. What? Oh, yeah, I'm a Raider fan. I grew up in the college. What? job Jacob from Fresno yeah man I do remember that and I remember that Antonio Pierce Giants team beat the ever-loving shit out of the Raiders at uh, I guess it was MetLife then uh, it was before what was it before well, somebody picked me up there what was it what was it called what was the old one they played at the Meadowlands I don't think it was at the Meadowlands I think it was at MetLife whatever it doesn't matter but I remember that Antonio Pierce led defense and Michael Strahan beat the shit out of the Raiders and I remember he made comments Somebody in the chat room might remember it, and, and if you do, then and, and tell me what it was because I'll just paraphrase it. But basically he said that was kind of like playing a practice squad team, that that didn't even feel like he was playing against a professional football team. Like they dominated us so bad back then. And so, uh, yeah, I definitely remember those days. Uh, uh, they're Jacob from Fresno, although I was probably 20 years older than you at the time, I'm guessing anyways. Uh, but anyways, but shout out Jacob from Fresno. Appreciate the call. All right, uh, here we go. Love these calls as they come in. Next up, let's hear from our buddy Josh in the 703. What's up, fam? Let's start this all off right. Say it with me now. Raiders! Raiders! Hey, football, ding dong, the witch is dead, motherfucker. That motherfucker's gone. That's how we play. And funny what it's say, well, it's just a sorry ass shot. Yeah, well, we all have to be by the sorry ass bears. That's what we should have in the 703. Damn right you can't have Devontae Adams. How about that? Jets were trying to trade for him. Uh, and I'm so glad 
Gosh, I'm so glad. And I don't know if this was Mark Davis intervening or what, but I am so glad that we did not move on from some players right before those three, well, I don't want to say three idiots, one idiot for sure. Uh, well, maybe one and a half. Lombardi's a pretty, yeah, okay, we'll go two idiots. Let's go two idiots and um, uh, and a jackass. Maybe, I don't know. I, I don't really have anything major about Dave Ziegler. He seemed like a fine guy but we don't really know a, t- a ton about him. It kind of reminds me of a story. Uh, I'll go a total tangent here. We'll get the next call. My grandmother used to say that she gave birth to three jackasses and an idiot, and then she died before telling us who the idiot was. So I'm likely the son of a jack, or the, yeah, I'm likely the son of a jackass, but could be an idiot. So anyways, you never know. But anyways, but so we, we definitely have got, uh, definitely got two idiots there, and then uh, and then just poor Ziegler. I don't, I don't even know what he does, but. Uh, he's again, he seemed like a nice enough guy. All right. I digress. Next up, let's check in with some more calls and let's go to the Mangus brothers. <clears throat> Ma, Michelle, Coach AP, and all of Cali. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, I lost my, I lost my train of thought there. Sorry, Mangus brothers. I promise I'll get right back. Uh, who was it? Let's see. Oh, Jay David Davis. It felt like Mark Davis shut down the phone lines on trade deadline day. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm so glad we didn't lose Devontae. We didn't lose Hunter Renfro. We didn't lose anybody. Max has got pretty much an untradeable contract, and and really some of the others do as well. But I'm so glad we didn't move on from any of those key components to this football team. And guys that are freaking Raiders, man. You know, and then and then in the wake of it, these, these three guys got fired, and then all of a sudden now we're missing out on some of our favorite players. So, anyways, thank you so much for wrangling me in on there. I'm sorry about my, my, uh, my tangent that I went on there, about three jackasses and an idiot. All right, but these guys aren't jackasses or idiots. It's the Mangus boys. This is for you. California love. Now welcome everybody to the wild, wild west. Stays like a country world like Alien Ness. A tactic yield drums like a sun to your chest. Like a bus in the Jimmy in the city of sex. We in that sunshine state with the palm ass envy. The state where you never find a dance for MC and Pimpy. I'm like your falling oh. dreams. Leave me money making sheens, throwing fiends. I've been in the game for 10 years making rock tunes. I have a sense on these brilliant socks, too. 995, they cock me, watch me, shine and shine. Looking like a bomb, living Rossi. It's all good. From Diego to the Bay. Your city is a bomb if your city making pay. Uh, so the finger, if you're the same way. J-Town, California, yay! What a good day for California. What a day for Raider Nation. And if you ain't down with that, well, Ethan got two words for ya. <laughs> the Mangus Boys. Oh my gosh! Good job, Mangus Boys. That was pretty good, man. That was very, very good. One of the the best hip hop songs of all time. There, that's right. California Love. All right. So, for those of you that are on the uh, on the the, uh, the YouTube's, I've got a. Oh, someone's calling. Are we connected? Let's take a live call. Watch this. Let's do this. This will be fun. Call from Rough Chasing. To accept, press one to send mail. Hey, caller, go ahead. We're taking a live call from you. Hello? Are you there? Hello. Hello there. My name is Rafael Chess. I'm with El Capitan Fucho. Salute to everybody. And 
I just wanted to say what a fresh air because right now it is the perfect time to be Antonio Pierce because that game between Las Vegas Chris versus New York Giants, it was a real statement because there is no tanking season. There is no Josh McDaniels. There is no Dave Ziegler. There's no problem. We just play with much aggression. And what we saw at the press conference about Antonio Pierce, about for the last game of New York Giants, it makes us a clear statement because we're going to put much intensity, much aggression, all these stuff, because we're bringing back with the Raiders culture back from Oakland, California, since during the daycare of the 60s, the 70s, the 80s. I mean, every year, because we just brought a new energy, a new vibe, and I'm very glad that Antonio Pierce is like great leader of men. And I was incredibly hyped up because I'm not going to, because I'm not kidding both of this one, but I know that my voice is going to be broke down. I just wanted to say salute to the Radio Spam Radio, Murph, Michelle, Slack Jeff, Much Love, Jeff, and Capitan Raphael. And of course, Raiders versus Jets. I mean, this is gonna be like an interesting, interesting battle because I know it's gonna be like a battle between Sauce Gardner versus Devontae Adams, and we need, and we need to have to go for the run of the game, much run to the game, putting Desta Jets to bear all about the defense, and of course we need to take care of Zach Wilson, but as it comes to quarterback. And I know the adding the con is gonna be like poison test. So have a great one. Have a great Wednesday. And of course, like Al Davis say, just win, baby. What a nation for life. Have a great folks. Oh, what a great job, Rafa! Incredible. Yes. Let's go. What a great job. What a great live call, man. That's the way you do it. That's the way. Got like that. Jim Rome used to say on on his show, "Get in, get out, have a take, and don't suck." And man, that was awesome, man. We appreciate you, Rafa. That was fantastic. Thank you so very, very much. Coley caught him off guard. He definitely wasn't expecting to to be to be live on here uh, as 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 we picked up the phone. But uh, that was great, man. Great, great job. Appreciate you, Rafa. All right, so back to this. On the those of you that are on the YouTube, I'm holding up the chicken. It's the Raiders truth chicken because guess what? So we started this goofy thing where, where we have a truth, you know, so like, okay, you know, so if you ever been through therapy, sometimes they have like, you have like a talking stick, right? Or you have like more than one person in therapy, like for marriage counseling or whatever. And whoever has the stick or the thing, whatever, they're the ones that are allowed to talk. And so Jeff and I did this Raiders therapy show a couple of years ago. And the only thing I had handy was a freaking rubber chicken, right? Because it was part of my Sven Gulli costume. So we had the so we, we invented the Raiders Truth Chicken. Okay, so the Raiders Truth Chicken is now a person or a thing. Anyways, there's a Twitter handle. There's a Raider Truth Chicken in the in the chat room a lot of times, and now the Raiders Truth Chicken is calling the show. So shout out Raider Truth Chicken. Let's check in what the chicken has to say. <laughs> Please excuse this rude translation device. This is Raider Truth Chicken. Go Raiders, F McDaniels, and F the Patriot Way. I like our new team. It looks awesome.
Go Ribs. so amazing whoever you are and i don't even want to know who you are whoever you are that took that mantle up to be the chicken that freaking cracks me up man that is so damn funny paul says oh he's real murph don't don't diss the chicken so this is the thing about raiders fan radio sometimes man we're like the dog whistle of raiders podcasting if you get it you get it and people like the raider truth chicken freaking get it man uh so appreciate you <laughs> and just good laughing uh emojis in there too so the, the, every, uh, some of you old school guys uh, Lalo Meloso, Tony Shepard man you get it too man and so we appreciate you Raider Truth Chicken that to me to me that's a sizzler but I'm not the one picking it's the chat room so I'll leave it up to you guys to decide alright so speaking of some of the maidest of the made men let's check in with the <laughs> Franklin just says I just died Raider says that's hilarious Oh my gosh, that was that was good. The truth chicken. Uncle Mosh's chair needs to call in. <laughs> Vibrator says that next. <laughs> Careful, baby. If you start to someone will come up with a freaking uh, handle of, of Uncle Mosh's chair and, <laughs> and start calling the show. Okay, all right. Next up, let's go. Is uh, one of the maidest of the made men. He's our buddy down there in Mississippi. Uh, we love him and, and his beautiful bride Ebony so very, very much. He is Raider Roan Tyrone Graves. Greetings and salutations, fine ladies and gentlemen of the Silver and Black Raider Nation. I'm still sipping Grey Goose mixed with cranberry juice. Hell, I barely remember our last conversation. Last time that I called, I was a wee bit saucy, slurring as I spoke from my heart. Now I'm a tad bit more sober, but I'm feeling kind of bossy. And I start by shouting, thank you, Mark. Let's go. We got rid of the clown that was keeping us down. His press conference was just worthless shit. <laughs> One of his Patriot Way caters trying to be our dictator, but actually you were nothing but a dick. With words bright as gold, Antonio pierced our souls with a speech that had us all full of hope, and it was easy to see. Though we out in LV, we all channeled our inner Oakland. All fans near and far, whether the keep or cut car, had every Raider divided. But getting the owner to handle the firing of McDaniels got the nation right back reunited. Let's go! Legit when I spit, dropping bars on your phone, Tyrone Graves, a.k.a. the rhyming Raider Ron, proud made man, Ebony is my boo. Best Raiders couple, Fanny Award, winners of 22. Mile marker 50 recipient of the BRT. Award we call the Sizzler. My count number is three. And now we'll salute to my former coach, McDoofus. First, I wave my middle finger, followed by that index. Oh. oh my gosh, I love it. First the middle finger, then the index deuces. That ah, that's that 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 I love it, man. That is so freaking good, Tyrone. 
Ah, great. I love the creativity of our callers, man. That's another thing, one of my favorite things about this show. Oh my gosh. I I, I think we might have one more. I don't know. I don't know if this is a or this a repeat. Uh never mind. That's a repeat. That's Josh. Um, that's an unedited version of Josh. So I won't click that button. Um, wow. Amazing, amazing job that for everybody. All the emails, all the phone callers, even our our our, our new buddy Rafa that got put on the spot by a live call. Appreciate you all so very, very much. Let me go and shout out the chat room while while you guys are weighing in. Let me know who you think gets the Sizzler. If it's more than one, we've done multiple awards before. Uh, But let us know who gets the Sizzler award tonight as I'm shouting out the chat room. Raider Loco is in there. Uh, Vibrator is in there. Uh, Alpha Desparza is in there. J. David Davis is in there. Lala Meloso. Hooligan Nation. Jay Jackson is in there. Tony Shefford. Uh, Paul the Materator, Jay David Davis is in there. Freddie Chavez is in there. Pirate1975 is in there. Tiderator is in there. Trinidad. What's up, Trin? Trin says, just cluck it. He's in there. Um, we didn't see Trin this weekend, man. I, hate that we, I, don't, I don't even know if he was in Vegas this weekend. Um, oh, that's right. I think he said he wasn't going to be able to make it. But anyways, uh, appreciate you, Trinidad. Look forward to uh, checking in with you soon. Um, just when Wendy says Rafa gets the sizzler in there for the live call. Uh, we appreciate, uh, let's see who else we got there. Ooh, let me, that's a new one. Uh, it's Algado, FS Algado 88. Appreciate you very, very much. DJ Lenny Danger is in there. Uh, appreciate so much of Raider Nation. Uh, Greg Brayman is in there. Uh, yeah, Greg Brayman is in there. We appreciate you all so very, very much. Thanks for sticking around for this uh, freaking, uh, uh, you know, selfie. I don't love to do selfies. This conversation or this show is best when it's conversational. And so I don't love sitting in here by myself doing the show, but I love you Raider nation. We love you so very, very much. And anytime we can hear like what a shame it would have been if we wouldn't have got to those voicemails. What, you know what I mean? Like that would have, that would have sucked if we wouldn't have had an opportunity to get to those voicemails. So it's worth doing a selfie to jump in here and to talk to you guys. And uh, let's check in. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the Jesus of Alum Rock is in there. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Truth Chicken gets it. Paul gets a vote in there. Another Truth Chicken in there. Keep them coming in there. Uh, looks like we, we uh, Jesus Alvarez says their fan cave is looking fantabulous. Thank you, Jesus. And we also have um, one of your amazing pieces of art uh, hanging off uh, just over here on, on Jeff's camera that's not on right now, but on Jeff's camera, uh, 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 Jesus of Alum Rock has sent us two pieces now. Um, not only the one of me and Mosh and Jeff that, that is up currently, but also Michelle has got her. She's getting it framed up, and that's going to go in her shot over there. So thank you to the for the amazing artwork that you sent us. And, and while the votes are coming in, they give to everybody. So most everything that I have behind me, uh, a lot of it anyways, is stuff that folks have either given to us or made for us. And it and a lot of it's even off camera now, but like Trinidad made a Calavera for us that's over there. Um, uh, Ron uh, did this amazing Murph's Fan Cave uh, piece that's over here. Uh, Miss Scarlet did this RFR Live one. Uh, Paul did the uh, did this uh, the, the, the 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 block the, the carving over here uh, of of the Raiders. Like we have had so many of these amazing this Murph thing here. Uh, Michelle had that made. Like the the ship that's here behind me is was one of the things Michelle did. This is all before she was part of the show. Uh, the Schmucky the Raider Bear behind me is something that she made. So, anyways, a lot of this stuff is all stuff that you all have made, and so we we can't thank you guys enough. And uh, and the, the listening audience of Raiders Fan Radio gets all the respect for us. You're all freaking Sizzlers, man, and thank you so much for the 
the the support that you give, not only this show, but more importantly, the the One Nation Foundation. All right, uh, Kevin the Raider Nerd says the Raider Truth Chicken gets his vote. Franklin83 says the chicken. Um, the Mangus Brothers are getting some votes in there. All right, so let's go ahead and split it up. Let's. Oh, there's one for uh, Tyrone in there. All right, Paul, get ready. I'm going to go for a three-four because I can't I can't pick because there, there's so many good ones tonight. Let's go with Truth Chicken as one. Let's go with Tyrone, and then let's go with the Mangus boys that have gotten the Sizzler tonight. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica, and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! From the Walking Dead to Aaron Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Oh, ho, he, ha. Ho, ho. All right, Raider Nation, we love you guys, man. I'm going to get on out of here. Uh, thank you for geez, listening to my dumbass talk for an hour and 45 minutes. We appreciate you very, very much. We love you guys. Uh, can't, I can do a whole show thanking you for your generosity and your support of the One Nation Foundation. Uh, you know, it's heartfelt when, when it's coming from us. We love you guys, and we couldn't accomplish any of these goals that we have with the foundation without you. So thank you for your support. Hit a like, hit a subscribe, hit a thumbs up, hit a, you know, follow on the audio podcast and the video podcast. Follow us on the Twitters, anything socials, any of that kind of stuff. Let's support the One Nation Foundation to its fullest. This show, now Raiders Fan Radio, is designed to support the One Nation Foundation. We want to take the One Nation Foundation the dream is, I'd love to do that for a living. We would love to do nothing but raise money for Raiders-related charities as a full-time job. That'd be an absolute gift. And while we, we feel very blessed in our day jobs and, and thankful for what we do, like that's the that ultimately that's where we'd love to go. I don't know if we'll ever get there or not, but like that's the kind of level that we want to take this damn thing. And we can't do that without your support. As much as we appreciate the corporate sponsors like United Rentals, we appreciate the boy Will Compton and his very generous donation. Ultimately, the majority of our fundraising and the majority of our momentum comes from everybody listening to this show everyone that's on our social medias and you all that help promote this show and and, and the foundation because that's where advertising comes from and that's what really moves a lot of the a, a lot of the needle for us so thank you so very very much we can't thank you enough we love you guys let's go beat the shit out of the jets Man, let's go make them wish they had Aaron Rodgers on the field. Let's get after Zach Wilson. Let's. We had eight sacks this last game. Let's get another eight. Let's get Max another couple. Let's get Zach Wilson shook early because as Al Davis greatly said, in the first series, the quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard. Let's put that little guy on his ass, and let's beat the hell out of the Jets. Let's freaking go. Love you, Raider Nation. Have a good night. We'll see you next week. We'll be back live here in the Fan Cave with the full crew. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. 
Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today.